You've tuned into the Grassroots Gardening Podcast, which is a gardening entertainment show inside the UK where we talk about how it is to run and operate a gardening business. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes it's just us. Either way, we hope to keep you company while you're on your grassroots journey. Hello, welcome back. We're going to do a little story time. Story time. Something that's been playing on my mind for... No, it's not been playing on my mind at all. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. It's just been on my mind. <laughs> and I thought there's a really we touched on the subject uh, a couple of episodes ago. Very yeah. briefly. I didn't want to go too far into it then. Um but I thought actually the reason I said it was because it was playing on my mind about an actual situation that happened in my business. Now I'm gonna explain the situation and I'm gonna explain how this certain thing plays into um played into it then we're gonna have a little talk about kind of some other little bits that's on my mind then we're gonna close so sit tight michael because you have absolutely no idea what i'm gonna say Not um, no um about three years ago i started working with a, a company that does uh, student accommodation and yeah. they have a number of houses across uh, the city and some of them nice jobs, some of them not particularly nice jobs, but they're lovely people, and I really appreciate all the work that they've given us. And, you know, like, I'm pretty flexible with them. I'm pretty good to yeah. them. They're on, on my top client list, I would say. Anyway, they've got this, like, block of flats that's um, at the top of um, quite a major road in our city. And this block of flats is a bit of a pain. It's a little bit ugly. Yeah. I really like it. I haven't liked it forever. Um, but I've been doing it for three years because it's kind of part of the deal. Sometimes you have to take the ugly little sister on a date, don't you? Just <laughs> to kind of do what you need to do. And this is what this is. Um, and we have been cutting quite happily for three years. The money's fine. I'm not really that bothered about it. Um, I never get any hassle from it. But it's not beautiful. It's not beautiful gardens. It's not like it's just yeah. bog standard grass cutting you could argue you need a ride on for it um but the idea of packing unpacking that just doesn't really feel like it fits when the rest of the day isn't like that because the rest of the day is kind of how it goes so it's kind of like you just have to stay out there a little bit longer um anyway been doing this these flats for about three years this block of flats is in a block of eight flats. <laughs> that doesn't okay. make any sense. This is one block of eight blocks of flats yeah, in the chain complex. Yeah. yeah. So I guess at one point it used to be a thing like a retirement home, maybe, or yeah. something. Now it's not privately owned. Uh, but it kind of looks like it should be a managed facility. Yeah. But it's not. It's privately owned. It's all freehold. And it's a bit odd. Um, that's where I'm going to stop the story. Going to go into the thing, and then we'll go back to the story. The law of diffusion of innovation. I mentioned it a couple of episodes ago when I was on my jack, very, very briefly. Um, this is a concept that first came to me from a the internet sensation, the author, Simon Sinek. And he kind of rose to fame about three, fifteen 15 years ago on TED Talks. He was yeah. talking about um, the power of why and 
um kind of the golden circle of why won't spoil it for you google it it's very good very very interesting um conversation about uh, very interesting talk about apple and how they do kind of magnetic marketing and stuff at arts well yeah. that's not what we're talking about but in that video he mentioned the law of diffusion of innovation which is something that i've kind of seen in different capacities but always seem to go back to the way that he explained it which is awesome so i'm going to try and loosely explain it from a uh, guardian landscaper's perspective <laughs> and how it's impacted my life so uh, the law of diffusion of innovation suggests that obviously out of 100 percent of people in this pool of people the first two and a half percent are the innovators so the first two and a half percent of any new release or any like any process first two and a half percent are the innovators they are the people that just 100 percent have to like be the first for this they just they love it they get it don't need to explain it bingo bango they're right on it the next 13 and a half percent are the early adopters um and 13 and a half sorry 13 percent are the um are the early adopters and they are the people that you don't really need to sell the concept to that once kind of the innovators have like tuned it over and they're happy with it the early adopters will just kind of They'll, they'll go for it they're quite happy you know they'll kind of like go to any sort of like midnight releases for games you would call them the early adopters yeah. um you know those types of people they just get it ego brings out a back, new brand new battery mower you just go get it that type of thing oh, the okay. early adopters <laughs> um and then you've got the early majority which is the next 34 percent then you've got the late majority and then yeah. you've got your laggards, which are the people at the back that just will never get it. Now, um, it's quite a lot of numbers there. So when I worked in corporate, it sounds very good, doesn't it? Corporate, we used to call it a third, a third, a third. Yeah. So third just get it, third will get it with explanation, with explanation, third just won't get it. And if you want, that's kind of similar yeah. in the way that this yeah. goes. Yeah. But this talks about kind of how you achieve mass market penetration. So that always says that kind of like 15 to 18%. So you, you've, you've got your innovators and your full early adopters. That is yeah. how you cross the, the chasm, I think he calls it, crossing the chasm into the early, early majority, which is when yeah. you really start to get mass market s- success and you yeah. really start to create demand and then your late majority follows your early majority as long as you do all your deliverables and bits and pieces. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you've got your late majority, then you get your laggards right at the end. And they probably won't ever really do it. Or they'll just do it because everybody does it and it's just kind of social convention, but they're not really that bothered. Um, so you're not too worried about those people because you'll always get that. And you'll always get that in anything. Yeah. Um, now, we used to use that quite a lot in when we were delivering changes in the business yeah. when we had like you know because at one point there was there was 40 people that was i was the line manager too and you start to think about a new process being delivered you've got your innovators and your early adopters you might get your yeah. three first three or four people that just really get the process they're like 
thank God the company's done this. It's awesome. Let's use it. No yeah. question. They start to see it working and the early majority adopts it. And the late majority is just like, oh, it's just this new thing that we're doing. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> like, um, they're having to wait for somebody else to do it first and then they will do it and they'll just kind of... And then you'll just get a few people at the end that just never do it. Um, so how does this work on my flats? How does it work? So I've got one block of flats I've been doing for a long time. Yep. Now... <laughs> Seven of the eight flats were being done by another contractor. Yeah. I cut the grass. The others had been cut. Cut the grass twice. Still had been cut. By the time we got to twice, we're going to call our early adopter. Came running out from another from another set of, <laughs> from another block of flats, and said, "Don't know what's happening with." The other chap. Bear in mind, I've been going to this place for three years. Never seen the other chap. He yeah. done a fantastic job. Like I just never bumped into him. It was yeah. just a bit strange. Just never ever did. Um, but he'd always done a great job. The grass was always cut. It was always edged. It was always, you know, not knocking him one bit. But he hadn't turned up. Obviously, there's a reason why he hadn't turned up, which I'm going to get to in a minute. Um, so I know the adopter came running out. Oh, we've been see we've seen you've been doing this for a little while. Um, we really like the way that you do it. Would you give us a quote? Because I don't know if he's coming back. And I said, Yeah, absolutely fine. Um it's exactly the same size as this one. Um it's X price. I'll drop you a quote through the door, because she was quite old. I yeah. said, I'll I'll print one off and I'll drop it through your door and I'll do it at the weekend. And she's like, Oh, lovely. So dropped it through, phone call. 10 minutes after I posted it through the letterbox, I did knock and she rang, she rang me. She's like, yep, spoke to them all in advance, um, everybody and uh, away we go. Please could you, please could you do it? And I'm like, yep, sounds, lot, lot next door, double the value, no, no drive time. Call it, happy with that. And then I thought, I wonder, if we're at a point of market penetration having two of eight. And I thought, mm. do you know what? I bet we are. So I thought, oh, I'm going to use this opportunity to do something I wanted to do myself, which was 12-month 12 12-month contracts. Yeah. So I wanted to do 12-month contracts for a little while and a few things just because yeah. I've got a bit of income coming in and it's a really easy way to, like, um, Make sure that we get the contract every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, because yeah. it's confusing trying to change suppliers. So if we've got our twelve month contract, um, that's why. And obviously, there's also why didn't the other why didn't the other guy turn up when he was yeah. from what I could see a legitimately good contractor. Yeah. Like he didn't seem it, his work standard didn't seem like the type of person that wouldn't turn up. So I'm thinking payment must be. Must be. How, how? What else could it be? Um, yeah. <laughs> All the other, the other scenario is absolutely horrible. But I'm thinking pay. I'm thinking payment. Yeah. Um, which is a logical thing not to turn up for. He's obviously gone through the ring, the the ringer yeah. a little bit. Did the second one? You know what's coming. Flat three comes out. Oh, beautiful. Could you? And I said, yeah, no worries. Same time as flat three came out, flat four comes out at the same time. Now we've got mass market penetration. Yeah. We're at 50% now. Um, 
did the same thing, got exactly what I wanted. Cut it all, half of the half this block, right? Cut half this block, cut them all on contract. Bingo, bango. So now I'm thinking, this is pretty good. Half the estate looks horrendous. Yeah. Half of it looks great. And now, bear in mind, flat, original flat, flat one, let's call it, has already had three cuts, four cuts. Starting to look yeah. pretty pucker, to be honest. Um, Really getting into the season, looking good. Um, and I thought, I could go knocking on doors, couldn't I? Like, I should do that, really. That's the hungry thing to do. Like, hi, I'm the contractor that does half the half this estate, blah, 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 blah. And then I thought, I want something out of this. I want 12-month contract. I want an easy life. I don't want to be chasing payments all the time yeah. and stuff like that. So I kind of thought, and these people are probably the ones that aren't doing the payments. Yeah. yeah. So I thought, I'm just going to ignore them. Because... Okay. I should have mass market appeal now. Yeah. Because I'm clearly turning up, I'm clearly doing a good job, and it's clear that other people are, are, are realising that. Yeah. Then we get to the late majority, and loads of other people are starting to come out, so we've got flat five, six, get them signed off, quite happy. Um, and then we've got the tail end, flat seven. Now, flat seven, flat seven of eight... Um, she, I did do a leaflet drop while I was there. Yeah, I did have a, a way out actually, but I didn't do anything specific. It wasn't like we cut the rest of the park and blah blah blah. blah. Just a leaflet drop, regular lawn mowing, blah blah blah. blah. Um, and um, so I'm assuming that's where she got my number from. And yeah. um, she brings and she's like, Hello, we're interested in doing a quote. And I said, All right, yeah, no worries, I'll already do the rest of it. And yeah, this is this, this is the price for the flats. And she was like, oh, right, oh, okay. Well, um, the other guy used to do it every six weeks. And I was like, oh, right, sounds good. I'm not doing it every six weeks. She was like, what? I said, well, no, fortnightly, sorry. Yeah. That's what we do. Look at the rest of the park, looks great. Anyway, so <laughs> really, really, because I had, to be honest, I wasn't even that bothered. Like, <laughs> like I really wasn't. Um and then um, they were like, "All right, yeah, okay, well, we'll do, we'll, 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 we'll go with that." And I'm thinking, I actually know the price that the other guy was paying, and okay. it's his basically his price because they're quite similar. Because like, there weren't a lot of variation to it. Like the, the flats yeah. had about the same grounds out the front, out the back, out the side. Yeah. Um, so his price was like my price was kind of a little bit higher than what he was. But to be honest. Yeah. There's been quite a long time since now and last October, a lot of stuff's happened. Yeah. So I would expect a price hike from him. So I'd yeah. imagine it kind of fell somewhere around the same. Yeah, um, that, yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't want to go on contract in flat seven. So I was like, all right, okay. it's fine. Not doing it. <laughs> they were like, oh. And I was like, I'm not doing it. Like, nah, I'm new. Goes in contract or it doesn't happen, doesn't happen at all. I said, I'm, I'm perfectly happy to cut six out of the eight flats. Like, doesn't bother me. Find someone else. All right, okay. Anyway, go all on contract then. All, all seven of them. Because we've got mass market success in that, in that, yeah. in that, um, in that area. 
I'm not blaming on Horn. I'm only turning up and doing the lot. Any anyone could have done this, but I thought I want it. I want it my way, Frank Sinatra style. Um, and now we're left with flat eight. Flat eight. I was going to ask about flat eight. What happened to flat eight? Uh, flat eight has Wrigley overgrown lawns. Ah, the laggards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going tomorrow. Flat not been cut yet. No. No contact from Flat They've had a leaflet drop. They've had seven of eight flats cut around them. <laughs> flat eight has not been cut. Um, and they are the laggards, to be honest. Yeah. So, what's the point? What's the point in the story? The law of diffusion of innovation was very, very relevant to that. Yeah to me procuring that um new area identified by the pace who the bad payers were yeah have really identified who the laggards are like nobody in that block has had the care or the innovation or the desire to knock on someone else's door no Oh, look at the sodden leaflet that I posted. Like, <laughs> they are just not the right people for me. <laughs> so, um, a Lagard comes out tomorrow. I don't know. I won't be addressing them. Hello, Mr. Lagard. But, um, like... There's your contract. Oh, Sign up. Well, no, I think I'll be doing it slightly differently because it's so, it's so overgrown. It'll be this yeah. is your one, this this is your one off payment. Then here's your contract after yeah. that, um, because oh, it's not you don't get away with hanging around and missing a couple of cuts and getting away with it, yeah. Just because you disorganise, yeah. Now nah, we've got mass market penetration now. Like this is the this should be the other way around, um, which brings me to my. <clears throat> Second musing of the week. When do you become like that? Like, when do you walk around like that with that kind of, like, attitude of... I don't know. It's it's almost like... Um, I don't know. It's not even confidence, is it? I don't know what it... I don't know how the best way to describe it, um, but it's... It's kind of like an unemotional yeah. state, yeah. I guess. Like, I don't care if I get it. I'll do a yeah. good job if I do get it, but I'm not that bothered. Like, I was quite happy in that look of that. Now, you dial back four years ago, if you were to tell me, like, you wouldn't care if a block of flats took you on or not, I'd be like, I do care. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting that <laughs> block of flats. I'm going yeah. after it, you know. Like flies around poop. I'm going for that. I'm going for that flat. And right now I'm walking around in a really unemotional stare where I'm like, I'll do it, but I want it my way, type of thing. Yeah. Um yet a parish council comes up to me and I go into the flies round poop state. <laughs> and I'm New not exciting emotional. thing. Sorry? New exciting thing. Well, well, it's not, because I do do it, but it's, like, unemotional, 
very emotional. And it's mm. just, it, I don't know, it's a bit of a weird thing that, like, when you first start, someone brings you for a regular reading job. You, like, you pick up the phone, you're like, oh, my God, someone's called. Yeah. What's going on here? How's this person got my number? Like, hello? Oh, hi there. After, um, after my guard bed's turned up, yeah, no worries. See you Friday. Get you sorted. You know, like, you can't jump at it. Don't you? you jump at your first few. Yeah, I, I last week have found the same thing. Where yeah, well, you, you will do. There's, when there's I, lines of when I first, Yeah, when I first started, this job that I got a, a phone call for, I would have jumped all over. And now I'm like, it doesn't really fit my business. I'd rather use the time elsewhere. It's okay money, but it's not where I want to take the business. And that difference of when I very first started last year, I would have like, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. Straight yeah, down. Like, like everyone is. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. now I can see that transition of actually, does it fit my business? Probably not. I shouldn't. <laughs> probably turn it down and walk away mm. it's it's one of those it's a strange it's a very strange thing it is and i guess it kind of changes when you change the goals and the ambitions of the business because yeah. if you're getting a phone call that aligns with your like your vision of yeah. what you want things to look like i guess you'd still jump all over it but i'm at this weird like place where like those flats do fit you know it's like commercial yeah. work kind of ish anyway i guess if you class commercial work at my level as like it's on contract you can turn it whenever you like yeah. and like yeah it, it you don't have a, it's not a residential yeah place even though it kind of is people living there it's not one thing um so it does kind of fit with what i do yeah, I'm slightly unemotional about it. In fact, I'm very unemotional <laughs> about it. Like, to the point now that, like, nailing blocks eight of eight, I'm really not bothered. Like, I'm not, like... No. And I just wondered, like... And it's not me going, rah, 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 look at me, I'm turning down blocks of flats left, right, and center, because it ain't that. And I was just really curious, like, at what point do you kind of... Yeah. And I, I do slightly worry that oh god this is getting good isn't it <laughs> i'm up enough i feel like i'm on the couch Michael. um the um yeah when do you get to that point where you kind of like do you just become emotional about everything like once you go through everything do you just become unemotional completely and is that a really good state to be in like do you start to really down your business down when you just completely because when I'm talking about being unemotional, I'm not talking about delivering bad service. Like, you can deliver great service yeah. in terms of, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, turning up on time, you know, not being a scumbag, doing a good job, you know, like, the basics, you're picking up your phone. But, I wonder where that tipping point is and if that tipping point is through different things for different people or if it's kind of like if there's kind of a rule around yeah. it and um i think it's directly correlated to how much your phone rings okay if i'm being totally honest because your lead flow numbs you to it 
Yeah. Because the you're more like, you're you like get, yeah, I don't actually need this. Mm-hmm. Where if your phone dried up, you'd be like, "Oh, hang on a minute." Yeah, Let's get the money in. Got bills to and, pay. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's about the only thing. As I was, I was just I was on the tools the other day. It was the only thing I was kind of like running through my head. It's the only thing that I could think that would be the same for everyone. Because there'll be other little things like. You know, yeah. you get a mow and go inquiry. I don't really want to do that anymore. Or like get a weeding, hourly weeding job a week. All right, yeah. I've moved on from that. Um, or it's like an overgrown lawn. Yeah, everyone knows. Yeah. I hate overgrown lawns. Won't touch them. To me, they're horrendous. Some people like yeah. them. They they don't look good to start with. They don't look good at the end. No. Nobody's nobody's grateful for you hacking down those brambles. Like, it's just a horrible job, in my opinion. Um, and, yeah, the unemotional state. When does it start? Mm. When does it stop? <laughs> um, and it's a, uh, it's an interesting one. Anyway, going back to the law of f- diffusion of innovation. Yeah. That tipping point that they talk between, like, 15 and 18%, I guess you would call that, like dialed in market domination yeah. through in through your area because if that's the point where you're getting the the um like an, an early majority that's where that kind of tip goes from early adopters and innovators yeah. into, into mass market um and i guess that looks like you're in the form of loads and loads of word of mouth referrals more yeah. a lot more than you can handle um you know you put out a space of availability on facebook saying i've got i don't know availability in six weeks it instantly gets snapped up by somebody yeah you know i guess that's what it looks like um and you just saying because if you're going out marketing and then you're getting calls you kind of can't really say that because no. you're kind of putting a message out to the world that we have availability. Yeah. And if someone rings and goes, hey, I want this doing, you go, oh, I'm full there. Like, that doesn't make yeah. any kind of sense, really. Um, but you have to kind of constantly advertise, but niche down maybe what, you, yeah. what you're yeah. advertising for. It's a bit of a weird one. But... That's my very, very brief story about the start of the year. And the That's interesting, that. yeah. Yeah. It's not it's really... relatable. It's yeah. not really happened before um, to me in that volume. Yeah. Because I've never had such a gap in the market appear literally before my eyes. Yeah. yeah. Do one of eight and then almost... And then seven or eight is like... And I'm not, you know, I'm not particularly thrilled about it. It's fine. Like gives me the chance to maybe get some bigger equipment in the future and yeah. it's definitely a stretching property size for me yeah um a lot more than my like, little legs can handle um <laughs> but there's the scope to get bigger equipment and yeah um it's definitely something you could send a team to if that was ever something that'd be that interesting nobody cares if it's me Half yeah, yeah, like there's a lot of that, um, and I kind of got something that I wanted out of it, which was 12 month payments. Um, and I yeah, that's an interesting. <laughs> one. I'd quite like to do 
a standalone episode just going over that because there's a lot to dive into. Well, you're going to have to get someone on because I've only just started doing it. <laughs> I claim to be the expert on that. Are you not? Um, no. No. I'm self-claimed expert on a lot of things, but not that, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, um, I think that the, the contracts thing is an interesting one. Because so are, you, not... are you splitting 18 cuts over 12 months? Yeah. With a locked-in contract of 12 months? Yes. Okay. Um, And I'll tell you why. Other than just it'd be nice to have some money in January yeah. for cuts I did in April. <laughs> um, the reason I've done it on this one is because I don't know who lives in them. Yes. And, they're all, yeah. and they're all individuals. And there's a few like there's a few landlords that are that own multiples, um, but I'm never going to meet these people. But there's a few private owners, and if they sell, because the way that he was doing it was he was doing it payment at the end of the year. Yeah. So they would pay at the end of the grass growing season in like November because they tried to pull that one with me. And like yeah. I just went, no, no, no. I was like, I'm not doing a cut in March, get paid for it in October. I don't even know who you are. Like, yeah. not happening. Um the big thing for me is I was really concerned that if you moved out in October and then someone moved in, why yeah, should that did. person yeah. then pay for the previous six months worth of um grounds maintenance? Yeah. It just that's why even if these two people are like decent human beings and would pay. One of them, I don't know where they've gone, they bloody moved out and I'll never find them again. And then the yep. new people also don't know who they are and definitely shouldn't have to pay for six months worth of grass cut before you moved in. Like, you wouldn't move into a house and pay the previous tenant's electric no. bill. No. Um, so I think this is where a lot of those challenges came in. So I was like, all right, let's just put it on contract. And I put it on contract because I didn't want to be chasing payments from also people I didn't know. So, bang, direct debit doesn't come in first of the month. We stopped doing that flat. That's what the contract says. Yeah, so how many people live in the, not people, how many flats are there in a block? Eight. So so there's eight eight flats in the eight blocks. Yes. So how how does that work with then paying then? Is that split over eight people? So say it was £80 a cut, it's 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 £10 each. It's a block price divided by eight. So it's not much per per direct debit. Yeah, and you've but the got second to, one, but one the when problem, one gets missed, yeah. when one gets missed, the whole flight gets cut off for service. Mm, but pressure on. Bit of a worrying winter. Mm. You've lost you. You've lost you. I don't know. Whatever. So I've had to put some uh, disclaimers in there. But I've priced it so if I miss a couple, it's kind of fine. Yeah. Like, it's not – there's plenty of margin in it. Like, if I miss the – if the odd direct debit gets missed, then I'll be annoyed, but it's not going to – So, is, gonna are those direct much. debits set up with each – like, yep. each person in that block of flats? Yep. So, I wrote, essentially got – I wrote instructions for a direct debit. Yeah. I wrote instructions for the direct debit – what date I want it, 
how you confirm with me that you've done it and then we start service nice no it's not nice it's an app been an absolute pain in the ass but um to be honest it's pretty lucrative to be honest so it yeah. was it was worth me doing it plus there's no drive time plus yeah. nobody's gonna be breathing down my neck um and, and actually do you know what there's like what 60 residents or something 50 of them are absolute gems like yeah. i've met a lot of them now um and yeah i've i've, I've had the, the payments come in for the flats that we've done already um yeah. we'll see we'll see but i just thought it fit perfectly well in that law would it be a business model you would transfer to your other mowing clients? 12-month payment? Yeah. Um, I think you'd have to be in service for a while for me to risk that. Um, I'd like to think I was a pretty good judge of character. To be honest, I know people can surprise you, but... Um, I don't know. The thing is, what if... Let's say you cut the lawn all year, right? And then it gets around to January and that person wants to move out. Mm. You don't get paid for January, February. And they've got it cheaper. Price, when does yeah. the year stop? Yeah. Like, there's a few challenges. Um, there is a yeah, few probably, challenges. With it. Probably best off left to like commercial esque clients really isn't it the 12 month payment yeah i mean i've got a few friends that we do the lawn for um which are on 12 months contract just because i didn't want to be sending them sending them invoices going yeah oh yeah oh we're going to pub quiz mate yeah yeah no worries oh you only 45 quid dickhead like it's not yeah. like it's just it didn't feel right do you know what i mean it just like so i just thought put it on contract again stick it on direct debit and then neither of us has to talk about it and we can just talk about how great your lawn is yeah. Like, the, and it kind of, that kind of worked all right. It'd um, be amazing if we had the American system, like the card on file. I think that's brilliant. Quickly on yeah. Card. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these, a lot of some states in America did work 12 and payments works really well. So, yeah. like Florida, for example, yeah. they only don't cut for like six weeks of the year because the it's too hot. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, like, for them, you could fill that in with like some shrub trimming or something like yeah, that, yeah. and then it would, like, you could probably work out a, a plan for it. Um, but yeah, there's a few things like that. Just um, did a bit of focusing on uh, profitability. Um, picked up um, the Toro Time Master at the weekend. Um, my legs are aching. It's very <laughs> fast. Running um, it's um, it's a very good machine. Like, it gets a lot of hate. Mm. and i've only used it for one day but i'm very impressed um very very impressed yeah it's um i think it's gonna be a nice addition to the fleet to be honest for um i've used it at a care home and a caravan park today and um obviously we've done a few more things but not not use that yeah. um and it was um but i mean sun was shining start the season yeah. Phone's ringing non-stop. Yeah, like, just picked up a brand new machine. If I was miserable today, then I'm in the wrong professional, really, yeah, <laughs> to be honest. So it was always going to be a, yeah, it was always going to be a nice day. Um, 
Looks like a big machine, though. Looks like a big... Uh, uh, well, it's a 30-inch cut, so, yeah, it's yeah. like... It's a really tinty, tiny ride on size. Um, yeah. And the pace, it's like... Like, I'm... I like to think that I go into like turbo mode. Like I guess a lot of businesses do when you <laughs> when you're like mowing stuff that's not really like that interesting. You just kind of like let's just get this done, get to dinner time. You know, get how much grass can I cut in an hour? You know, like you, you go a little bit kind of like a loco, yeah. so to speak. Because um, you can do that when you're pushing a mower. When you're on yeah. like you know. And you know, like a tractor or a ride on or something, it's kind of a bit, you know, you you're a little bit limited because um, it's already such a fast pace, and yeah. you know, there's, there's, whereas like when you're on the like the on a push mower at the top end of the auto drive, you can give it a bit of a, <laughs> a going to get a little bit extra pace, but there's no giving that a little bit of extra pace, no. and I don't know whether it's just because like um not as tall as some people um but the i still don't think i walk slow no um and i'm pretty damn sure that i work i mow quickly um and yeah i was i was jogging like it really was like it was quick 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 um and yeah it's been a really good addition and for what 1700 quid yeah. like yeah. bargain absolute bargain it's gonna save hours um on some stuff because there's access issues um yeah so i'd suggest anyone that has access issues it's definitely something to look into um because it's 30 inch wide pretty much 32 inch wide um you know when you add when you add the little bit of um frame to the side it's about 32 yeah. inch you know that's not bad only a like a standard house door is smaller than that so if you're going through anything bigger than that like a steel gate or something um you know like a lot of care homes we do have gates yeah, yeah. um and the usability of it is is great and um it'll rinse like parts of like the parish council where yeah. it's not really worth taking a bigger machine on but it's not really designed for a finishing mower. It's um, yes, yeah. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be good. I've not bought anything cool for ages. Like, um, I've not bought anything to play with for ages. Like, I broke my strimmer the other day. Bought a new strimmer. Ugh, I bought the same one. How boring is that? Because <laughs> I like it. You know, like I bought some leaf grabbers. Like, how good can leaf grabbers really get? The lovely, the yellow. They feel a bit more industrial. Mm. But it's not that exciting. Like bought a sprayer and a moss brush it's like i don't like doing either of those jobs anyway like <laughs> you know i've not bought anything fun for a while so it was um yeah it was fun I'm looking forward to testing it on the uh some larger scale projects yeah, and um, going for a bit of a jog and who knows york 10k here we come <laughs> <laughs> maybe not with you mower I'd, I'd need it that could be the pacemaker that <laughs> Tell you what, I wouldn't do a bad pace, you know. I reckon they'd do it an hour and a half. <laughs> one medal for the mower, one medal for me. Yeah. Right, we'll sign off. Thanks for listening, as See always. You later. Captain Chap Epps. See you later. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. If you would like to share your grassroots story, then please be sure to email us at 
thegrassrootspodcast at gmail.com and we'll be sure to get back to you and hopefully get you a scheduled slot. We'd love to hear your story. Alternatively, if you've enjoyed today's show, then we really would appreciate a well-worded five-star review on whichever platform you've tuned in from. Thank you very much. Catch you in the next one.